Today's episode of Films in Black and White is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work-from-home clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs with three easy-to-follow steps. Why should you check them out? Simple ingredients and effective results, a perfect upgrade if you are still washing your face with a bar of soap or that drugstore face wash. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15 on their website, romerskincare.com. Impress your partner and get happy skin. You would, you would, have, to, you would have to imagine that if you released both ways... Wonder Woman, and if you release both right. ways Tenet, and yeah. if you release both ways James, even a movie like James Bond where everybody usually isn't on board, oh, they yeah. might right. not give a fuck because nothing new has been out. No, I, that's why it's a chicken egg thing. That's why trolls made bonkers money. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. black and white everybody how we doing hope everybody's doing well out there oh my god it's a robot voice today yeah there it is uh hope everybody's doing all right welcome to episode 28 the men with the golden podcast oh yeah a little play on words of the man with the golden gun yes i love it that's how everybody works so how's everybody doing we doing all right no i'm tired Okay, well, well, we checked in with Marcus last time, and he said this week's kicking my ass. So for a difference of opinion, let's go with Brian. Brian, how oh, are no. you doing today? Dude, I'm, t- I'm tired too. <laughs> like, ditto. You got me. No, I... You got... I mean, oh, it was, I was like, oh man, like Marcus, bring it home. But no, yeah, I can get this yeah. ball rolling. Um, no, today, it was a lot today. Let me just say, I'm very happy to be here with people that I enjoy. And we're going to talk about things that yeah. we like yeah. and get amped about. So I'm very excited. I'm going back to this well. Uh... Going to get some energy to finish the week. Yeah. Um, what am I reading? What am I watching? What am I yeah. doing? Take us there, Brian! Yeah, oh, just man. Take us what there. am I doing? I haven't been able to read a lot, and I'm bummed, yeah, but right. that, I'm going to change that idea. next week. I'm committing to going to start a book next week, but um, I am okay. currently watching Woke on Hulu. Oh, um, is that, that good? It, I'm halfway through it, so I don't want to like talk too much about it, but it is... It, you can say it's, it's bad. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad. I will say it's not... I haven't seen anything like it before. And, okay. and I mean that in a good and a bad way. Like the okay. direction it is going. And if you're not familiar with the premise, essentially uh, the, oh my gosh, Winston from New Girl. I'm going to look up the actor's name here. I want to make sure I get that right. You but know, I never know who's talking. Name. I can look it up. Lamorne Morris. Uh, there right. it is. Uh, so he is the lead and he plays an artist and he draws this thing called, you know, he has a comic strip, Toast and Butter. Everything's coming up. Uh, Millhouse. And then all of a sudden he is mistaken for a robber. He has a very poor interaction with law enforcement. And he, okay. at that point, becomes woke according to the show um and many stories and experiences happened to him after that including things talking to him like a pen or alcohol 
or shoes or like his phone and so he's, okay. he starts having all these experiences which totally like the entire show vibes with me because i love that type of absurdist but they use it in a very sure um not, i'm not gonna say limited way but they use it sparingly to make like really good points so yeah, i'm halfway sure. through it i'm enjoying my time it's only eight episodes and for a tired all dad right. like me it's like i can finish a season in a yeah. week <laughs> count yeah. me in right. uh, i also really like lamorne morris i loved his work on yeah. new girl winston easily <laughs> one of my favorite parts of new girl so for sure pretty pumped so uh that is where i'm at all right marcus since the theme is tired how are you what are you <laughs> well, getting into well, Welcome back. Um, so, uh, Welcome back. first of all, I want to say uh, it would be ill of me not to use my platform, as you all know how I like to get down. That That's it is true. complete and utter bullshit. Yes. For the indictment yeah. of that officer, Officer Hackins, yes. I think is his name. But yep. um, I'm going to call him Officer Fuckboy. So, um, <laughs> That's just fine. because it's complete and utter bullshit, um, which I seem kind of, it's, it's like you know it's going to happen. Yep. And, and yep. it's like, you have faith that it's going to be better than what you anticipated, and then it doesn't happen, and you're just disappointed in yourself for even having that hope and that faith yeah. that they would get it right. Yeah, um, yeah. And just to make it brief, there was no – the justice system failed to give justice to Breonna Taylor. No surprise there. Um, but I can't expect the same system that put her in that situation to then turn around and give it justice. Yep. Um, and so – you know, whatever. There's no way that this death was justifiable, especially when you look at the the wanton endangerment. We're talking yeah, yeah. about you're talking about the endangerment of the surrounding neighbors, but you don't talk about the endangerment of the pe person sleeping, um, right. and, and then all the mistakes that were made in there. So I just want to say that that was utter and complete bullshit, and we're yes. still going to be screaming justice for Breonna Taylor. I don't care if they got twelve million dollars. I don't give a fuck about it. The money yep. does not bring back your loved ones and they cannot spend that shit so why the fuck do you keep bringing it up and it almost yep. makes it seem like that's now even dirtier money than it was before because it's almost you knew like they, they paid it up. yep and you pinned it's it like... on the cop who already had like some shit on him and already got fired and so yep. now right. that cop is basically like the fall person for this to say hey they got Seven. indicted yep. and but it wasn't for the shit that they should have gotten indicted for so Yep. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to add to that before I move on to the lighter side of things. No, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. I wasn't sure where everyone was at with it because as of recording, that happened like five hours ago, and I didn't yep. want to. <laughs> I definitely didn't want to dive into that in case people yep. were ready. And I'm glad you said something because, yeah, it's it's unjust. It's not right. It's unethical, and it just reinforces that white supremacy is harming so many people and so many communities and that we need to do a better job of educating our friends and family because this grand jury is really the people that made this decision mm -hmm. yep. and they were like nope this is this is fine actually the only person that we're gonna get in trouble is the person that shot at the walls and, yes. it, right. and that part that's the part that just gets me like really angry mm -hmm. and just makes me want to run yeah. through a wall because it's like oh okay like a woman was sleeping in her home and you saw no problem with that mm -hmm. with her yeah. getting attacked but the walls yeah. the walls that was too much for you like it's yeah. despicable and we need to do better yeah. yep yeah. i i think my my thought is this and i saw something on facebook shortly before we came on here today um and 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 really they put it this way is that you put in a curfew order to keep everybody inside where the society is safe from you but you're not safe from us and that and that really, I think, well puts. I don't know who said it, so I, otherwise I'd give credit. But 
shit, man. I mean, this seems, this is an entirely fucked up situation top to bottom. And I'm not going to reiterate what you two said, but yeah, it seems like this is a only further highlights how broken our system is that no one would even have the courage to indict mm -hmm. the per indict in any of them on the actual charges of her death just the endangerment of others. And let's just say for a second that if everybody else is in danger for having bullets shot through their walls, right. I think it's a little fucked up that there's not a stop. <laughs> the person in the fucking room, yeah. The person in the house. The house wasn't empty, so... Yeah. Even if you're exchanging fire, it's yeah. like, regardless, like, right. you're talking about the endangerment, and to say that one was endangered and the other was not, it's yep. fucked mm -hmm. up. But also, yep. Yep. let's talk about the officer that, the, the officers that killed that, that young man with autism. Like yep. this is all around and they, they weren't black. And so no, now right. what, is the, what is the, the procedures need to be changed. D-Days is coming. Oh, we are planning for that. I'm embracing myself for that week, even with a stressful week. So what the fuck? <laughs> uh, there's that. Um, and then what have I been reading? Basically Hulk, after the puppet master takes over the Hulk, um, he goes to daughter. He's marrying his daughter. But oh, the thing is on like a clock where he has an hour before he gets to do this every year. He gets to be human for a year. So it's their honeymoon. <sighs> the Hulk finds a thing and he has to fight the thing. Uh, it's a really, it's a pretty good series. If you just look at it, it's like pretty gruesome because you get to, they show you like, what does his skin look like underneath the fucking rock when he gets like, Oh, I dig it. So it's sure. really, really good. So that's I recommend that one. That's really good. Shout out to digital comics and that being a thing now. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. On the store. So um, yeah, that huge. was what I've been reading. And I've just been watching a lot of basketball, just trying to, Oh, yeah, sure. Man. Lakers pissed yeah. me off last night, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine it's, it's fucking fine whatever yeah. Well, yeah douglas how are you i am i am doing well um it is dakota day's week i'm the advisor for that group so again in the throes of planning that but yeah, i do yeah. feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel at least work-wise sure. where eventually all this shit will slow down so i'm genuinely mm -hmm. very excited for what all that'll do so um yeah doing well kids had some doctor's appointments this week so they're doing well on that end everybody shout healthy. out to harrison Woo! Oh, yeah. um but yeah they're doing well um what am i reading what am i watching i continue my streak of not actually reading anything um and rather only <laughs> read watching things. a book yeah i understand that i have to i just don't <laughs> want to because i'm tired so anyway that does not, okay yeah. all right yeah. fine anyway, whatever anyway but so this is what i have for what i'm watching what am i watching i watched on hbo max a documentary called class action park and oh, what's it that? is fucking amazing oh, okay. um, awesome. for anybody who does any type of like event planning it is the reason why liability waivers exist <laughs> like it is it is amazing um, so highly recommend Class Action Park, the documentary on HBO Max. Also finished the first season of Harley Quinn, the animated show as well. Ooh. Again, really, really good. So super excited that that got renewed for season three. Otherwise, um, yeah, that's kind of what I got going. Um, so we will now transition into giving everybody the answer to today's quote for um what is going on and what we posted to the facebook so let me pull that up quickly as Dude, i pull the that facebook. up i will pull that up and i will also let everybody know that we are in an interesting crossroad with catch that quotable because Aww, we yeah. are tied all three of us 
We are in a three-way wow. tie. Dang. So it's turning we're gonna have to settle. We are going to have to settle some shit. So, but first, Oof. I want to give everybody an answer to our Trivia tri- Tuesday quote. Let's do it. Um, the quote was, until mankind is peaceful enough not to have violence on the news, there's no point in taking it out of shows that need it for entertainment value. So that was the quote, and that comes from the 90s movie. Unrecognizable. Oh, what? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it came from the 90s movie Unrecognizable. No, it came from the classic Clueless. Um, So, again, everybody listening, stick to our Facebook page. We're going to release this every week um, and help. Compete with us. Yeah, please compete with us. It's no fun if nobody competes. Also, if you haven't seen Clueless, that is a fantastic warm blanket movie. Like, they're redoing that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I did yeah. not know that. They're redoing it. And I think, um, what is her name? She turned into a politician. She's the lead, the African American lead. Um, uh, um, oh, Stacy. Oh, 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 not Stacy. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. Thank All you, right. Brian. Oof. Supposed to be supposedly the lead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got to settle some shit because we're tired. Oh, yeah. So. Well, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another round of Catch That Quotable. Ooh, I know this yeah. is going to be loud in the audio edit. Um, <laughs> welcome, to, ladies and gentlemen, loud. to another episode of Catch That Quotable. As you heard from the first heat, Douglas Wagner, Brian Roush, Marcus Destin, and Douglas Wagner are all tied, tied. for first place, cool. second, and third. Yeah. What's going to happen next? I don't Find know. Out. We got a Reservoir Dog situation here. Catch That Quotable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we are going to, after everyone is now coming down from having been deaf from Marcus's <laughs> shouting, um, we are going to go. Sign with... up for the Patreon. You can watch this video and find out what we're laughing at. Oh, you don't know about that yet. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie All right. We just, this has gone off the rails. I'm going to go first just to try and get this back in some semblance. Brian's with me. I love it. I love it. Doug, please take, take us home, country road. Right? This is. Y'all, Welcome this to is... Black and White, bitch! There's a lot of chaotic energy here, and I, I, yeah. I'm just shoving it all back at you. To, That's fine. I, That's fine. Okay, okay, I'm ready. You can make it I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Jeez. We're a three way tie. Everybody has five points. I'm going to read the first quote, and I'm going to defer to either Marcus or Brian to guess. So here's a quote. Okay. Sometimes I light matches. I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something, anything. Sometimes I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something. The fuck the, Brian, do you want the music? Or you just uh, music? No, I don't need the music. I am right. 110% confident. I'm going to buzz in. This right. is Peter Parker, Spider-Man Noir from Spider Into the Spider. Oh, it is. Because yes, that's is. Nicholas Cage. That's right. Nick that is. Right there you go, Brian. Brian Shout knows out. every Nick Cage quote that we could possibly find. <laughs> yeah, why is that? that we, let's talk about it. <laughs> like this podcast, I was like, I'm going to go on a podcast and talk about movies. And like I did. And then I was like, oh, God, I know a lot about Nicholas Cage. <laughs> for some reason but shout out to my son liam who has made me watch that movie probably once a week for the That's past year it's not a bad movie and i can tell you with such confidence okay all right all right all right there you go brian was Such that gonna be your guess yeah that was gonna be my guess no it was not gonna be my guess <laughs> no, okay. i was gonna be like oh no i feel bad so, all right 
All right. Well, Mark, Brian, you got that right, so you get to go now. That's the way we're going to okay. do this. Oh, man, I'm so excited to share this with y'all. <clears throat> oh, it's a holographic representation of the Red Queen, modeled after the head programmer's daughter. Don't oh. listen to anything she says. She's only trying to deceive us. Wait a minute. Oh, I know this. Fuck me. Really? All right, one more time. Oh, man, I know it's this. It's a holographic representation of the Red Queen, modeled after the head programmer's daughter. Don't listen to anything she says. She's only trying to deceive us. Doug you, Doug, you know what this is? I think I know. I'm going to call in my one-word hint just to be safe, but I think yeah, I me know. too. You know, I have a guess, um, okay. but my guess is a little bit... Um, I don't think this is it, though. But it's a movie I really, really like that I want it to be from. And this movie also has a lot of, like, little lines like that where I just <laughs> don't know. I'm talking myself through this out loud. So You're good. You really are. Uh, yeah, let me get my one-word hint. Yeah. Alice. Okay. Wait. It's too obvious to go Alice in Wonderland. Or is I it? I know this. But it's not Alice in Wonderland. It was called, is it Through the Looking Glass? It is not. It is not Through the Looking Glass. Fuck. Is it Ready Player One? It is not Ready Player okay. One. He's going to do this is all it? day. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Brian. Yeah. Is this Resident Evil? It is starring Mila yeah. Jovovich. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of Resident Evil. If movies. you follow Brian on Twitter, he paid an homage mm. to Resident Evil with Dead. his Twitter handle this week, and I put two and two together. Do I you was trying to guess the Matrix constantly. He does. So he you can, like, yeah, on Twitter you week. can change like your display name. Oh, your username right. always stays the same, but you can change okay. your display name. That's and right, that's right. Uh, I was yeah. actually inspired by Scott Wampler. Uh, I doubt he's listening, but he's another <laughs> he's another person on a critic on Twitter I follow and. He deployed his Halloween name, and I was oh, okay. inspired by Resident there Evil. There you go. Shout out to, yeah. shout out to Big Scott. <laughs> Big Scott. <laughs> That's what we're going to call him from now on, Big Scott. Oh, yes. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is when they're in the hive. They're in a secret base, and a, the hologram is talking to them. And oh, one of the I got to be honest, Brian, I haven't seen that movie. You haven't? How did no, you know I that? No, I literally just, just because of the that piece of information. I know her name is Alice. I put okay. just all of the pieces Honestly, together. Honestly, I know I keep recommending movies, but the first Resident Evil is actually a decent like Halloween watch. And it is a zombie movie, okay. but it's not like Dawn of the Dead zombie. It's just okay. like, oh, yeah, they're going to try to eat you, but it's not like too over the top in my opinion. It's not like, like jump it scary. Rides that there, was, there, was one okay. there was one point in life where it was like, for me, Resident Evil, Doom, and Dawn of the Dead all kind Ooh. of like were gelling together. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what was happening. And also the film Ultraviolet. I don't know if y'all remember that film. I do remember that Oh, movie. I do. Yeah, those films were all kind of like bleeding in. And then Resident Evil hit Resident Evil 7. Yep. And I was just like, all right, well, that's enough of that. I, <laughs> my wife my and I, we could probably do a six-episode podcast oh, about yeah. all of the Resident Evil <laughs> okay. movies, to be completely honest. We've seen all of them multiple times. We have like she played all the games. I've played most of them. Oh, um, right. But yeah, we love the yeah. franchise for some reason. It's not always good, but there you okay. go. Okay. So, all right, cool. Marcus. All right, well, you. I've lost. That sweet quote on us. That let's not ever say that again. But that's fine. Yeah, Lay that bad. sweet, sweet quote on it. Okay. Um. So we're just gonna let that one slide. Nobody's gonna say anything about that. Yeah. Okay, we're all that's tired, fine. Marcus. Just remember when we'll I say some wild. Pick, when I say some wild shit. Is... 
When I say some wild shit, nobody better say nothing. That's all I know. Don't, th- don't you tell me to lay a sweet quote on you. I, you know I mean, my quote is sweet. Lay that sweet like, quote on me. I give you a look. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you better believe I'm gonna give you a look. Yeah, yeah like okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> Person of color is saying this. Yes. Mm, why makes you? What makes you say that? That's interesting. It's the intonation in your voice. I'm also black, so that could That's just be me, awesome. just being putting my own little flavor on it. That's true. You could. Also, if anybody ever says flavor like that, I assume that they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not, because everybody doesn't say flavor. Nobody says flavor. You know, you mean like oh, ending yeah. with an A. Everything ending in whistle for shizzle, my nizzle, like nobody. Oh. Oh, you can't no. do that. No, don't We're do not. That. No, no. Yeah. no, 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 Marcus, I'm gonna need a one uh, more hint. Yeah, I ditto. Be uh, I don't even know where to start. Oh, I, I've been there. I'll, I'll give you a moment because Doug, we know it's not the A team, and we also know that it's not love and basketball. Okay, so process of elimination. Only like thousands of movies to go. <laughs> got two ruled out as if those are my two favorite movies. Okay, <laughs> my one, my one more hint is going to be. Frost. My face is like doing like a lot of contortions right now. I know that's not really good for an audio format, but pay for the happening. Patreon and you'll be able to see all the contortions. Right. In your <laughs> got some shit coming. Frost. Frost. Ugh. I don't know. Guesses, gentlemen. I'm going to guess that this is. The third mummy movie. The third <laughs> mummy movie. I, no, just stop right there. First of all, I, told you, I don't even watch that shit. That is disrespectful well, franchise. Look, so why I would you guess it and I don't it. watch it? They could all be talking about it. I don't no. know. No, thank you. So we've ruled out another one, Brian. Only two <laughs> other million movies to guess from. <laughs> Man, I, I've got no clue. You said Frost. I am like, it's. This isn't. This isn't out cold. The snowboarding movie? Oh hell no! I ain't watching okay. a damn snowboarding movie. <laughs> well, you we should turn well, ice skate uphill. And last last, last ice movie was uh was uh what was that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. and the dogs? That was oh like, god sled dogs. Slow snow dogs. Was it sled snow dogs? dogs? Snow it dogs. Was snow dogs. You're right. It was snow, snow dogs. dogs. I think it was oh, snow geez. dogs. That was the last movie I watched about anything in the snow. Um, <laughs> no, that that is not it. That, okay. Don't ask me why, Brian. Oh, it's actually, okay. the day after tomorrow might be the last movie I watched in the snow. <laughs> Whatever. I, I love snow movies. All right. Well, I'm dying to know. Okay, what is this movie? Uh, this, okay. The movie is Blade. The first one. Ah, Get damn out. It. Really? And, and oh, Blade, is saying, Blade, is, Blade is saying this in conversation. Yes. I told you it was a person of color. <laughs> Wesley is Snipes is like, he's angry right now and he doesn't know why. He's he does, like, yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's just, shaking just, his head. His house and he's like, it was two quotes that I wanted to pull, and the first one was, "When you understand the nature of a thing, you know what it's capable of." And the reason <sighs> I said frost was because of Deacon Frost in the movie. Yeah, that's. Oh, cool. I totally went. Yeah. I totally yeah. took it at surface value. Yeah. <laughs> Critical analysis. Right. I, because I lost, I was losing. I had to go out swinging. No, I, yeah, I'm glad fine. you did Blade. Yeah. I feel like he's always the forgotten like Marvel. He really like, is. Like one of the really good Marvel films too. Oh I my bet. gosh. So, 
Yeah, yeah that first one I I really like actually. Mm-hmm. Like I really like. He liked got a trilogy really before good. Iron Man. You know, he yeah. absolutely did. Shout out to the black man. I support yeah. everything black. <laughs> okay, great. Well, we settled that, Marcus. <laughs> the the tides have changed. There's still a tie with now Brian and I duking it up for the top spot. Oh but man. You know, we'll get you'll get another crack at it next I week. I can't. I can't always bet on you bringing a Nicolas Cage quote. You really though, can't. Doug. I gotta like. You really can't. Either that I'm bouncing gonna... back. I'm bouncing back next week. Don't even. Oh, worry. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. It'll be a comeback. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Well, let's get into it. News episode. We got a lot to cover. Um. And so I'm actually gonna go ahead and defer to Brian and Hello. to break us down his first uh, juicy little tidbit of news. Oh, yes. I love that harp. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Brian Roush, and this is the news. So like opening up a bead, like a bead door. I love it. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, uh, this is this came out today, seven hours ago. Uh, I'm reading it from Variety. So Black Widow, West Side Story, The Eternals, all have been delayed. Shang-Chi uh, has also been delayed all to at least 2021. The the first confirmed date I'll just talk about is Black Widow is looking at a May 2021 release. Yep. And uh, yeah, like big boobs. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. Uh, not. Those are the big pertinent details. The variety piece goes into, you know, they're trying to speculate exactly about what this means. And, um, but I really think that I think the writing here is on the wall. I don't think studios feel very confident putting anything in theaters right now. I think Tenant was this weather balloon and it and, popped. And let me tell you something about Tenant. Yeah. Watch the bonus episode because listen. Sorry, Brian. Just No, go ahead. Yeah. No, this uh, ooh, I, uh, yeah. listen. This was do we want to give him a sneak peek? Well, yeah. well I think you all should peek. talk about your experience and then they they at least know about the bonus episode. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. Let's. I'll, here's what I want to talk about, Doug, if you don't mind. Please go I ahead. want to talk about the process of going to the movies and yes. just the feeling because <laughs> you'll have to watch the bonus episode to hear us talk about Tenet. But um, if you follow me on Twitter, then you already know how I felt about Tenet. So um, yep. Yep. The, I miss going to movies. I will yeah. say that. Oh, so um, yes, and I was telling Doug when I was like, when we were standing in line buying snacks and stuff, shout out to the, um, shout out to the Kyle twin Vermilion theater. Support your local theaters. Um, I would just kept telling Doug, like, I missed being there. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just the idea. It wasn't a lot of people there. It was not like a mm-hmm. whole thing. Like we went in, wore our mask, that whole thing. We'll talk about a little bit more about that experience. Like, oh yeah, in, for sure. In the bonus episode, but it just felt good being back in theaters. Yes. I also understood why they want to release certain things in theaters. Oh yeah. But also it's not impossible to release these things on video no. on demand. Right. No. And no. so I think that's the thing that is kind of 
Um, I know you want to do it the safe way, but for these movies that are already done, yeah, yeah, like Black Widow and Tenet, just put it out on video on demand, please. That's what it feels like. Like, yeah, the hype is dying down behind the film, and that you also have to strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, and so yeah. you want to put out these films, but it's like we keep hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it. Yes. And it just sometimes the hype isn't even worth it. So that's all I'm going to say about that until um, we go into it a little bit more in the bonus episode. Well, and I think I'm going to piggyback on that before we get to the bonus episode. And my piggyback is you can only keep the hype train rolling for so long right. before people just right. don't care. Like, right. and you're going to yeah. end up going, you're going to end up spending $800 million like with an <laughs> trying extra- to build, trying to keep up the hype. Yeah. Trying to keep up your marketing, like to keep people engaged. Like, there's only so much trailer footage you can release before right. people are like, I don't, I've seen it now because I've seen right. all your trailers. So, <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, I think the process was really great. I will say, shout out to Vermilion Theaters for being really safe. They had oh, yeah. in masks and they had plexiglass oh, wow. and it was super cool. Like, they did a good job. And I think that's yeah. something you'd only Every get other role at was a small open. theater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I, Video on demand has to be a solution here eventually. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too is like, I guess I want to know about your experience. So I wasn't able to go here locally where I'm at. So when you went to the theater, like, I guess, how was watching the movie with a mask? Like, how did you feel about social distancing? Like, just talk to me about that. Doug, you want to, you want to, yeah. The weirdest thing for me was having snacks and eating in a theater because it is still an enclosed space. So that (laughs) to me was the only thing that I felt a little weird about. Now yeah. I got Twizzlers, so I could have <laughs> slid them under my mask and it couldn't, have, it might not have been right. a problem, but, right. um, but yeah, so, or I could have slid my straw for my soda uh, under my Listen, mask. we don't need the several methods of how you use by no, the eat this Twizzler. I, I mean, so, I think the but I'm just saying like, it was weird to have it off and <laughs> sitting there like no curtain. mask, like eating snacks and then going like, well, better pop this back on. Right. So, but to be honest with you, I was so maybe tennis is not a great example because I was trying to make heads or tails of it and yeah. I couldn't. So I put the mask on and I forgot about the mask because who the fuck knew, okay. knew what was happening up on the screen. Fair enough. Yeah. For me, for me, it was, it's, it's, it's different. I think from Doug and I, because we're around each other literally all the time. And yeah. so we <laughs> yeah. don't wear masks around each other when sure. we're in the office because we know that we are, you know, we're playing it safe and everything like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so at the movie, we had a whole row to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So oh. it was like, I always go to the end. I go, I always sit closer to the wall. Oh, well, um, yeah. And then like, regardless. And so I sit closer to the wall. I had my snacks. I had, you know, my nerds rope, Twizzler yeah. and popcorn. Yeah. And so it, for me, it was like, um, you know, I really wasn't worried about that part. I think at some point I did not have my mask on though. I'm yeah, not going right. to lie. I think when I was sitting in the road, there was nobody in front of us and yep. uh, like, and there was nobody behind us. So for me, me and Doug are, you know, we trust each other to be safe that we're doing the right things and responsible. And so yep. um, I didn't wear a mask. So that whole, that didn't ruin the movie going experience. Yeah. Um, I think the process of trying to eat and remember, okay, now I take my mask off and then I got to like, yeah. and like yeah. when you're in the movie, you're just trying to stuff your face and watch a movie. Oh yeah. yeah. And so that was you're trying to relax. Yeah. And it's also the sometimes I think the other thing is the reactions. And I didn't Mm -hmm. want to spend too much time on this because there's nobody really in the theater. It doesn't pack like it's supposed to or people are still afraid. I I, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not trying to have an anti-masker moment, but like, I don't know why people are afraid to go to theaters. Because I don't see I don't know why. Can maybe somebody can explain it to me? Yeah. Yeah. No. And I I think I think that is 
pretty much the crux of like why all these movies are being pushed back mm -hmm. right like yeah. it feels like people aren't they don't feel comfortable going to a movie mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons and i think that i think at least from the things that that i've seen anecdotally for some people it's like well i don't really want to wear a mask and watch a movie mm -hmm. um that's not yep. for me I think for other people, like it's just not having a very clear understanding of how the virus transmits because, Agreed. you know, I think for me, I work, uh, again, I've mentioned this before, but I work at a university and we have some very strict protocols and I have to go into the office about once every two weeks, but mm -hmm. um, I feel okay with it now because basically it's like yeah you you wear a mask the whole time you you're in your own space like if you're within six feet don't um and basically you're you're maintaining your own space and i think that if i think maybe if theaters did a better job communicating like no like it's six feet and you mm -hmm. have to get this many molecules mm -hmm. to even get the virus like you're safe i think if maybe a better job of communicating how safe it is was done i i think people would be more into yeah. it to be yeah. to be honest yeah. um because that you know as we learn how the virus and <laughs> this is not the direction i intended to go but i mean like essentially if you understand how the virus transmits that you have to be in an enclosed space with like right next to someone literally breathing in like all these molecules of the virus that's how you get it and in a movie theater they're usually pretty big cavernous spaces that have continuous air pumping right. through them like so yeah. i feel like if maybe theaters did a better job saying like yo like mm -hmm. we have we will make these things ice boxes we'll pump so much air into them we will yes. give you masks yeah. Like, yeah yeah and, and I, I feel think, like maybe yeah. that messaging is what's also impacting this i think the other thing that makes people uncomfortable and i think it's the same reason why there are still some people who are choosing to pick up their groceries is because although like stores and others are making masks a mandate when they go in there's right. no one enforcing it once they get in like That's there's right. no usher walking really through the point, theater right. to be like everybody got their mask on all right keep yeah. enjoying the show because mm -hmm. you can't do that in a theater <laughs> format That's without true. ruining the experience so i think from from speaking to someone as was who was thinking through it before i went i was like well, what if I'm, I'm in there and yeah. they're supposed to be wearing it and they take it off? Do I confront them? Do I not? And it's just, right. I think there's so many uncontrollables. And I would agree with you though, Brian, and I think you had a, an excellent point. I just don't think people understand it enough to feel comfortable making a decision. Right. Like, and, and, and I mean, for me and, and like my family, I know like it's at a point where it's like, well, maybe we could go to a theater, but like, we just don't no like it, right. it's a lot of those questions because like if a theater did advertise to me like yo this is exactly how we're doing it mm -hmm. this is exactly how we're keeping people yeah. safe this is how we're enforcing masks i'd be like okay like i'd be open to it because i'd love to get out of the house and go see a movie mm -hmm. i right. love yeah, seeing absolutely. movies i love the entire experience but um with everybody kind of taking like a i don't know mm -hmm. a free-for-all approach to it like some of the theaters like well yeah i mean like wear your mask i guess like see you later you know <laughs> like well, bye it's, yeah. you know, and I think that's hurting the industry. I shouldn't say the industry, but I feel like that's what is driving a lot of these pushbacks with the dates. Like, for sure, you know, the, the studios don't want to risk. They don't want to be another tenant, essentially, is what I'm seeing. It's right, like right. they saw what tenant yeah. did. Now we and can do it. Can they can't. Right. Yeah.
So I think it's unfortunate, but I also understand it. Um, I know I'm talking a lot for this segment. So the last thing that I'm going to say here is that um, I want to go back to something we talked about two episodes ago about like, I was like, why isn't this on video demand? And I think it was Marcus or Doug. And I was like, why don't we have both? And I, and like, I haven't stopped thinking about it because there's totally people in both camps and you can get your money. Like just call Mm -hmm. it a day. Like, And I just, it's really frustrating. And I think it's probably because like, we haven't had a lot of new entertainment. Like you have, you have basketball and football and baseball mm-hmm. right now, but mm-hmm. yep, for any type of plot or any type of a, like big escapism movie like that, to be honest, because even going yeah. to, even watching games on TV, you can, you're reminded <laughs> of the time we live in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for going sure. to a movie Defines, allows you yeah. a sense of escapism with it. And so I think eventually someone's going to have to blink and either say, we don't care what the situation is. We're going to release it to theaters right. because we said we would. And yeah, I also right. think that's part of this is a self-fulfilling prophecy for theaters. We're not going to yes. release it or studios. We're not going to release it because we're worried about it, what it will do. Well, here's a thought. What <laughs> if you release it? And people are just so jacked as shit about new yeah. content that they show up anyway. And they'll watch it. Like, yeah. You no have to imagine to... that they would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please. You would you would have to you would have to imagine that if you released both ways Wonder Woman and if you released both right. ways Tenet and yeah. if you released both ways James even a movie like James Bond where everybody usually isn't on board oh, they yeah. would right. not give a fuck because nothing new has been out. No, I, that's why it's the I'm, chicken egg thing. It, that's why trolls made bonkers money I, <laughs> because yes. because it's There's more no than choice. just kids watching trolls. No. It was more than just that. All that money does not come from people with kids. I watched no. Scoob. I watched Scoob. I didn't plan yes. on it, but I yes. did because it was new. And it's, <laughs> and it's new. And it's just you want to experience something else. So just like Doug yeah. said, the escapism. Yes. And like, I don't give a damn if you showed if, even if Bill and Ted was the movie that was like coming out and like <laughs> you showed it and it was like the only thing being released on both. Right like in the theaters and and did this method yeah. i would watch it because i'm like well i don't want to miss for the people that are going to the theaters i don't want to have fomo like yeah, you know right. what i'm saying and so right i think there is a beneficial way to do it but if y'all are so money hungry and you feel like also the creative side i get you want your thing to be experienced in a oh, certain way absolutely but sometimes you got to allow people to experience it in their own way so that that there's a pro- there's a promising um there's a promising review of your film Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because sometimes yep. people want they don't give a fuck about oh the sound quality was not there and it just wasn't experienced. <laughs> like sometimes they'd be like, "Damn, that shit was good," and it was good because right. I got to experience it in my own home. Oh yep. yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good topic. So yeah. that news, that Brian. is that on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Good job, Brian. All right, Marcus, what do you got? Um, Brian Roush with another topic. Yeah, look at that. Uh, another one for Brian. Uh, another one. Another one. Okay, so um, word on the street is I want to start with my hottest news first because you know I am the correspondent for all um, Zack Snyder news. Um, Zack Snyder, Justice League to film more with Affleck, Cavill, Godot, and Fisher. He is yeah. bringing them in in October to shoot more things for the Justice League um, Zack Snyder cut of the film. So here's what's being huh. said. Um, Zack Snyder is assembling his Justice League at least once more with cuts of the superhero ensemble film taking the shape of a series being released on HBO Max. Unclear whether or not the director will be afforded the opportunity to add new photography to the production. Um, The shoot will turn the Snyder cut into a four episode limited series and it is expected to bring back Ben Affleck as Batman, Henry Cavill as Superman, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, Also set to appear on the call sheet for what is expected to be a week or so long shoot is Ray Fisher as 
Cyborg. Now, they don't know what's going on because of Ray Fisher and this whole WB thing. Yep. Yeah. But we know that Zack Snyder has free range to make this movie the way that he wants to. And it was said in another report that um, when Josh, there was a there was a report that came out from somebody that said when Josh Whedon came on the set for, you know, when he did his, his version of Justice League, um, that he wasn't necessarily abusive. He just did not have a collaborative directing style. Um, oh, that sure. that Zack Snyder had, and so sure. that, but that Whedon also was on a limited time crunch. There was like he had to make get all these out, edits, now, yeah. Right. yeah. And so in that, it was like there was a lot of cyborg scenes that were cut. And I'm sure as an actor who this is your first film, if they cut a lot of your scenes, you feel like okay, well shit, I they loved me. Zack Snyder loved me. Felt <laughs> like I was important. Yeah, they don't like me because of whatever. So that's right. what they're saying. The heat of all this tension is is currently. So sure. Well. <laughs> I mean, that's super legit. I'm glad they're bringing people back. Maybe it means that they do get some new shots and some new photography. I mean, that would For be sure. really nice to enhance mm -hmm. it more. But, I mean, if it's anything – I mean, that trailer is just hard to dispute as one of the better trailers we've seen in the past few months. So For sure. I'm For super sure. jazzed about it. I think it's interesting that The Flash and Aquaman are not – involved yes. as yeah. characters yeah um yeah i don't think that's i don't think we should like parse that out i don't think there's anything to read there in the tea leaves i just yeah. i'm curious if these reshoots you know if that's what they end up being or if maybe they're i don't know maybe do an ldr they're re-reporting sure. audio sure. but i i'm wondering if there's up. yeah i'm wondering if they're trying to add a subplot um yeah but i think i also i also want to call out like you have Ray Fisher and you're cutting cyborg stuff. Like it just, it just it's big sigh. Yeah, big yeah, 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 yeah. Like what? And they said here? cyborg was the main point of that Justice League movie in Zack Snyder's original. Like he is the bread and essentially the bread and butter of that original of Zack Snyder's film, where his wow. storyline. Like there was okay. scenes. I don't know if you're familiar, Brian. There were scenes like from the original trailer where it was showing. Ray Fisher as Victor Stone prior to being cyborg. Yes, like, I do recall football, that. Doing like in Gotham, living yep. and like, all of that stuff. And so, I mean, as you can see from the trailer, there's additional scenes with his dad actually looking like he's going to die. And right. um, so I yeah. don't know what happened with that. We'll find out more. I think what the interesting thing is, I would agree with you, Brian. It feels like while you're bringing these big actors mm -hmm. as a cover up, I don't want to forget that Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern are also like been have been heavily rumored to be sure. a part of this. So yeah. in these reshoots, do you cover it up with, hey, we're bringing back our big, our big heavy hitters, but also underlying like I'm going to give you like a Green Lantern and, and Martian Manhunter oh, man. kind of kind of thing. So who knows what the fuck is going on? But that's just Look. my news. <laughs> As a huge Green Lantern fan, I would be all yeah, about that. I'd be jacked about that. Yeah, me too. I'd be really jacked. Especially about if that. it's Ryan Reynolds coming back in the Zack yeah. oh. Green Lantern. So <laughs> yeah. I would love that. I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Super legit. Awesome. Um, too legit. I'm too legit to quit. Hey. Hey. Yeah. That's why. That was the most amazing. That's why we worked Brian together. Ever heard. That was great. Hey. Too right. legit to quit. It's a classic. So. My news will tickle Brian in the right oh, places. I can't wait um, you to tickle my, me, Doug. My phrase. What's happening today? What's happening? I think you I had right? a stroke. You okay? You okay? I'm getting the chaotic <laughs> energy here. It's really hard. I think I had a stroke. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. So, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, the comedian, oh boy. was cast in a new movie that is coming out called The Unbearable Weight of Massive, massive Talent. So again, the name of the movie is I'm The confused. Unbearable Weight 
of massive talent. I mean, and I do Haddish like Tiffany just Haddish. That she accepted the role. This is a movie starring Nicolas Cage <laughs> playing Nicolas Cage. Oh my so god! This is so what the Nicholas fuck does C- Tiffany Haddish have to do with this? Tiffany Haddish got cast as a agent who's encouraging him to take roles uh, early on in his career. So she is playing like essentially like a talent agent, being like, "No, no, no! You need to take this role. You need to take this role." Huh. Um, and so, okay. rumor on the street about this particular movie is that this is. Uh, and it's going to highlight Nicolas Cage's career um, as he is trying to escape massive debt and reconnect with his children. Wow. Um, it is going to be him having conversations with a 90s version of himself. And it is, in oh. fact, his memoir of his experience being an actor um, in the na- 90s. Again, I want to reiterate the title of wow. this movie. The title of this movie is The Unbearable Weight of Massive talent again i want to emphasize the massive part because i think nicholas cage cocky son of a bitch yeah nicholas cage has a a certain uh, je ne sais quoi about him like he brings (laughs) it pretty all the time to what he does but i don't think anybody on this earth would be like that's a massive talent so (laughs) brian is flabbergasted I am because yeah. he he didn't write a book, right? I didn't no. miss a book. This is a movie. This is maybe the first and only movie memoir that I have heard of. Here's my I thing. Mean... What the fuck movie was it that gives you unbearable, <laughs> massive talent vibes? I oh, because I don't know. because I was about to call it Treasure Planet because. Um, also a good movie national treasure treasure planet is an awesome movie very yeah on disney plus go watch that if you Uh, is it oh my god i'm about to watch that i will confirm by the time you're done talking i'm almost positive yeah um what movie is it that gives you un like massive talent vibes that he's done that justifies it yeah now he won an academy award for best actor in the movie raising arizona or at least he was nominated um but he was he won the award so this is sort of like it is highlighting his career coming off of raising his accolades arizona. for raising arizona and kind right. of tracking him during that particular period because he what and i don't know a lot about nicolas cage's career so i'll just start there but my oh, guess boy. is is he came off of that academy award nod or that win accrued a shitload a shitload of debt and alienated his family and now this is the like this is the bounce back movie this is the bounce this is the bounce back how he comes back to greatness so i think still it's still i mean yeah so i do want to confirm yes i just it treasure planet is on disney plus yeah it it is a great movie i know this is like the third movie i've recommended but um nicholas cage is an enigma and i think that's why i've always been attracted to his work because (laughs) Is he a drama actor? Is he a comedy actor? (laughs) Can you define what he does as acting? Yes. Um, I take a long pause there because I just, it feels like such performance art that I'm a sucker for it. And of course I'm going to check it out. Of course. Of course. I also can't help but feel this is just, man, this just feels so self-serving. Like you get to make an entire movie about yourself. You get to frame how the narrative is. Like you get to talk about 
you're the one that gets to decide like this was a bad point in my life and you know look you know I yeah. guess I will withhold judgment, but I always fear with these types of projects. It's like, well, yeah, you're going to leave out all the not great stuff. Right, right. Yes. Agreed. Your movie. Yes. And it's it, him, you know, him. Yeah. Well, and people are genuinely, the reason why this is big that Tiffany Haddish signed on. And the reason why it's noteworthy is that she is having quite the career recently. Like the movies that she's yeah. had that have come out that have been comedies have killed and they've done really, oh, really well. Absolutely. Um, they're in production for girls trip Two. Um, and so they're doing a lot of other things that make people genuinely excited about her work. Mm -hmm. And so what they're saying is, is man, you get someone like the comedic power and the comedic talent of Tiffany Haddish. And then yes. you pair her with the crazy town USA that is Nicolas Cage. And you could have a real gem movie on your hands almost by accident, just with who you've casted. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Nicolas Cage and Tiffany Haddish's character and her character's name is mm. write it down. I think it's Vivian, but those two are going to have conversations and be on screen. So just, it's going to be very, very interesting. And I'm probably going to end up seeing it if only to see. Oh, how crazy we have it to, yeah, out. I just want to, yeah. yeah. I want to see if the title is, is, is a play on, is like a play to pull me in yes. and just see that, you know what I'm saying? And maybe right. he did feel like you could, you can feel like, after coming off raising Arizona, that maybe that thought process was mm -hmm. the thing that he felt put him in debt and was the thing that disconnected him from his family. So I don't want to completely discredit him, but it's just right. funny offhand when you hear it at first, you know what I'm saying? At oh, yeah. First, Listen, that is a heavy title to come with, but I guess it did its job in bringing the attention in. So, you know, yeah. shout out Tiffany Haddish, shout out Nicolas Cage. They're doing what they're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. I, I mean, those are two people I like and I want to see what they do together. I, I mean, I think what's interesting about this pairing though is like Tiffany Haddish, it usually is in these roles where it's like, I'm an over the top person and yes. I'm gonna yes. do, I don't know the best, I can't do it, whatever. Well, Tiffany Haddish close. You know what? is an energy unto it. herself. I don't, I also think I can't really classify it all. Like her Black Mitzvah um, special on Netflix, I feel like does a really good job of just showing like all of these different sides yeah. of her. Um, which are seem really genuine and candid, and so putting that type of energy with Nicolas Cage, it, it's like I don't think this yes. will explode, but I'm a little nervous about it. It could, and you almost In a show good way. up because yeah. it could. You show up because it's like, oh man, if she has one of those like over the top moments, coupled his his just general craziness. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I mean, well, you're in a universe where Tiffany Haddish is gonna play the like the traditional like straight role like trying right. to bring in nicholas cage like that's yeah. the baseline okay yes. yeah can yeah. we also talk about how bill and ted 3 is now available you can rent it for 14.99 yes i yes i don't want to talk about it because i don't it feels too soon it feels <laughs> like 15 dollars is a great sword. price for that movie yeah. 15 i feel like 15 i would have paid 15 for that yeah yeah Agreed. i would have paid 15 if you don't listen to me listen to marcus no but that's true yeah don't, don't listen to me i'll lead you wrong all right uh, who's next? all right brian brian what do you got what's up everybody we got to take a brief break in the show to thank our sponsors say are you someone who enjoys a good craft or a great cocktail recipe well if you are then the lovenerds.com is just for you Started by Maggie Roush in 2013, thelovenerds.com is the place for all your recipe, party hosting recommendation, craft how-tos, and so much more. So, if you're one of those people who's looking for the next inspiration for your Star Wars-themed birthday party, head over to thelovenerds.com to get more information. Now, back to the show. 
All right. Uh, this we got the WandaVision trailer at the yeah. Emmys. Yeah, we sure yeah. did. And we sure it did. was great and weird and bonkers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I don't have any idea what's going on except nope. Catherine Hahn is laughing in it. And yep. that's it. Yeah. So this uh, premiered during the Emmys. And I bring this up because the news, the last time we talked about this, uh, the news was that it is confirmed for the end of 2020. We promise it's coming in 2020, but we hadn't seen anything. So mm-hmm. yes. what this feels like is Disney being like, no, we're serious. Like it's coming. Trust yes. us. Mm-hmm. So that's why I find it newsworthy. The sh- it, it is now, it was originally supposed to come after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now they're saying mm-hmm. it's going to move up, which I think is fine. It's good. Yep. It seems like these series will be insular mm-hmm. into themselves at this point, which I think is sure. okay. Uh, and then the show just looks bonkers. Like, I yeah, think that's just the news yeah. item is that it feel like there's just, there's genre blending. There's, oh, yeah. I mean, colors yeah. that don't go yeah. together. There's black yes. and white. There's Halloween costumes of yeah. old Avengers yes. outfits. And then yes. we're seeing people that look like they're not in a sitcom that look like they're government employees. It's, mm-hmm. I can't really get a beat on it and speculation is running rampant. So I love it. It's a good energy. It feels like a lost vibe to me of just nobody oh, knows sure. what the heck is going on. And I'm kind of here for that right now. I, I, yeah. I can take that vibe with me. Oh yeah. And I think it's clear then, you know, couple that with your previous bit of news, Brian, of like movies being delayed. I think yeah. this is a clear indication that Disney believes that they're, short-term series can scratch the marvel bug and i keep going to scratch i don't know why it can, can scratch really a bug make fill that cup for folks of the like <laughs> if they're really craving i can't fucking do this guys i had a stroke fill today, my cup. And it's a whole thing anyway it really makes people feel scratch a bug fill my cup yeah what's going on it really it makes people feel satisfied it's sure, satisfying yes. to sure. like the long term it's not going to be something that they just digest and then they walk away from like it's going to leave them with something to think about that could maybe yeah. last them at least until may yeah i yeah. think i was not expecting I, I definitely agree with both um it was a it was a good trailer for something we waited on for so long um yeah. like it was a, it was a good trailer and so for me um i, I, I was not expecting the bewitched vibes Mm-mm. I don't know what oh, I was expecting, yes. but I did like the tie-in to Bewitched, which oh, yeah. uh, makes sense, right? Oh, um, yeah, the line about Vision, like, am I dead? Um, no, why? He's like, because you are. And I was like, he is dead. They they had to remind me that yep. Vision is, he he damn sure yes. did not come back. Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so what is happening? You know what I'm saying? And also, how does this lead into um, the universe of madness? Which, yeah. to yeah. tie in, this wasn't one of my news, but I've been reading up on, like, rumors about that one. And they were like... For the universe of madness, it's rumored that they're going to get cameos, but they're going to get cameos of like other stars playing these these Avenger heroes. So like Tom Cruise playing Iron Man. Get no, out! No, because he was originally supposed to be Iron Man yeah. before um, Robert Downey Jr. That's hilarious. Be, like if they do cameos that. like that. Yeah, it is, and it's like, how does this lead into that? What yeah. happens next, and what is this setting up? We don't know. Um, and so you know, going back to the moves of everything getting pushed back, right? I think it's fine. I think you yeah. take your time and do things the right way. And yeah. I think you give us what you can. And you're right, Doug, there is this Marvel itch that everybody has of like, Marvel's Thank been quiet you. for too long. It feels like DC is like taking over and people from Marvel want to hear something and they, 
they got it. And this is the next yeah. big thing because we can't get Black Widow. We're going to get this. Yep. Agreed. And I hope that this is enough. You know what I mean? Like, I hope yeah, it's I hope sure. it doesn't feel people making people remorseful for what could have been in 2020. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, you know, I also feel like, I don't know, I, and I'm not, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but the, at least what the preview is showing, I feel that this is something that at least for me, I'm looking forward to because it seems like there's this mystery element and you have to concentrate mm -hmm. on it and figure out exactly how it's all coming together. And I know a lot of people are going hard on like, this is, they're going to lift it off of House of M and this is how we get mutants because Scarlet Witch just changes the whole universe. And yeah. I love that. I love that energy. And I want people to keep, keep bringing those ideas. I just, from what we know about these series, I wouldn't be surprised that this is literally Scarlet Witch and Vision is just a study on them and Elizabeth Olsen just mm -hmm. basically acting her heart out, trying yeah. to make sense of endgame of yeah. losing vision and just yeah. going through grief because i think it's a perfect metaphor for grief of just this is too much for me to handle so i'm going to create a sitcom where everything's happy and fine and you yeah. know the ending and everything yeah, is sure. always tied off and so i i wonder what the ramifications for the mcu could be but i feel like it's going to be more focused on scarlet witch and honestly Elizabeth Olsen is a great actress. She's been in some, like she's been in some really good stuff under the radar that and, hasn't and been uh, blockbuster stuff, and I think she can really do this. For sure. And Catherine Hahn's great, and Paul oh Bettany's great. Like, Don't get me started. The yeah. acting on this, mm -hmm. um, and even um, in one of the scenes where it's a throwback to Bewitched, um, I can never remember her name, but the mom from <sighs> that '70s show yes. is in it. Like oh, there's just ahead. some there's some talent here. That you're right, Brian. Like I, I think I hope that we don't get too conspiracy theory on it. Like, oh, this is how the event, this is how the mutants come out, or this is how Fantastic Four comes out. It could yeah. just be really good and stand alone on its end, own and not yeah. be anything else, which I think is fine. Yeah. Deborah yeah. Joe Rupp is there. It is Foreman from the seventies show. And she, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, and it was weird. It was like seeing her. It was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, it is. It, it was, was like a nostalgia. Yeah, feeling. like a lot of nostalgia, a lot of, a lot of warm feelings. So I think yeah. that's what it did good, not explaining shit, but also giving oh, yeah. us things to look at. And so, yeah, Honestly, good of both. Yep, for sure. Marcus, so, yeah. what do you got? What's your next piece? All right. So I am going to speak on uh, the new HBO Max series, Peacekeeper. Um, James Gunn, the Suicide Squad, yeah. has already inspired a new HBO spinoff, Max, featuring John Cena. Uh, John Cena's character Peacemaker for those of you that are tuned into that DC fandom episode we got a peak of Peacemaker um, yeah. who, who was considered and labeled as a douchey Captain America <laughs> but Warner yeah. Media announced the series today um, and Twitter pitch of oh fuck it's Peach, Peach, uh, Peacemaker sorry yep. I'm sorry John Cena from Suicide Director and writer James Gunn uh, and Peter uh, Safran and Warner Brothers TV um, basically here's the here's the release that they put out Oh, fuck, it's Peacemaker. <laughs> HBO Max is set to explore the origins of Peacemaker character, the master of weapons from the highly anticipated upcoming Suicide Squad film. In the new Max original action-adventure comedy series Peacemaker, HBO Max has given a straight-to-series order of eight episodes for the first season of okay. the show. And Cena will reprise his role. Um, Interesting. So I, I guess if it's going into the prequel, don't know if he makes it in the film or if he survives or whatever the case may be. But sure. you do have you have a phenomenal act you oh, it's weird to say but you have a phenomenal actor um like mm -hmm. and that is that is as big as yeah. john cena 
Um, it's crazy to think that you would use them once and not not have, and not run a series like this, right? And and DC seems yeah. to be doing well in this, um, taking things and putting them on HBO Max and delivering For you sure. like the extension of these films. Like, oh, here's a prequel to this, and here's Catwoman on this, and here's right. the Gotham Police on this. Um, I like this. It yeah. lets you dive deeper into these characters, and then on the big screen, you get these additional stories, and you'd be like, oh shit, this goes well together. I like how they did that. So For sure. Um, I wonder if it's. I I wonder if it's going to be indicative of doing this with some of those other characters from that movie. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's a, let's see how um, the Peacemaker series does. So then do they do a, you know, a King Shark series or do they try to do a live action Harley Quinn series to offer some more content Oof. with her? Which I, no. I, I mean, I, I hope not. Cause I think that's a little played out. Margot Robbie out. Right. I mean, give Margot Rot like let her take a her, nap. Just yeah, give her a break. Good guy. Her alone. Like, she like, has done so much. Minute. Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, I think John Cena plays this role well from just the shots and things like that. The other thing that I heard about this particular piece of news is that both this series and Suicide Squad are all going to wrap up before James Gunn touches Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Wow. Damn. That he's not going to do anything with that wow. until he sees his stuff out because the Peacemaker stuff he's writing and directing all eight of those episodes. So he's not going to touch anything with Guardians until he can finish this stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, huh. very. It's good. So good. Kinda... He wants to focus, though. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. Focus oh, yeah. On these films. That's, I, I mean, appreciate that. He wants to do them well. So, yeah. So. I, I guess. So. I I do not know a lot about Peacekeeper. I'm definitely gonna have to deep dive yeah, on this. Um, yeah. I think it's, but from what I do know, I I think it's an interesting move, and they must feel confident enough seeing what they saw mm-hmm. from the principal photography in mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, James yep. Gunn Suicide Squad, because yeah. that's the world we live in now. Um, For sure, they felt confident enough with it to give him his own eight episode series. Like, hey, yes, that's not, a small that's amount. nothing to sneeze at. And I feel like you, I mean, if James Gunn is writing and directing all those episodes, you've got to feel confident about it. I guess the thing that I'm at is, is just that. I, I feel like this just comes out of the blue, which is yes. fine. Right. I'm Something just we curious, didn't ask for. How are you going to differentiate this from so many of the other series? Because, like, not to generalize yeah. it, but I feel like we have a lot of hyper-violent white guys, like, <laughs> for a lot of series. Like, you, they're just, like, you have Punisher, Daredevil, like, already have been mm-hmm. doing their thing. I didn't even think about yeah. it. And, like, it, it's fine. It's comics, like, it's an escape. But I also, like, I also want to be cognizant of just, like, man, like, I don't, I need to learn more about Peacekeeper, but okay we're just doing it again that's fine like maybe there is something more here <laughs> okay. to say right. but yeah. it's like i can't help but i can't help but notice it and i was like man do you just want your own like punisher which is totally cool but at the same time mm-hmm. like that only got two seasons on netflix too like it obviously yeah. didn't you know mm-hmm. so i'm just curious what what i would i would have loved to be in the pitch meeting because if it's more like oh yeah, yeah. He's a D-bag Captain America, and he has to square that. Yeah, I would love to see that journey, especially with John Cena. I would yeah. be very entertained. If it's more just, I don't know. It's just something that popped out to me. I'm not saying it's a good no, or a bad thing. Wrong. It's just you have something to make, I You have to have a good character foundation and a good – you have to make somebody love this character that nobody's familiar with. Yes. I, you summed it up perfectly. Yes. So. Well, and there's and the other thing is, is that, like, to your point, Brian, there's got to be some, like – there's gotta be some characters of color we could feature too. 
or I mean, just characters we... in general. Let's let's right. Let's, yeah. Right. Yeah. let's diversify. Like you said, King Shark. That's right. somebody. Here's the other thing. <laughs> I don't want to see a Harley Quinn live action because I feel no. like I'm getting you're stuffing this down my damn throat. <laughs> Yeah, like, I get it. Margot Robbie is good at being a Harley Quinn, and I get it. But yes. like, okay, at least give me the Gotham City um, sirens, or yeah. give me give me the Birds of Prey as a HBO Max series where we focus yeah. on yeah. Um, um, the individual characters, something like Huntress, or like something like give me something oh. different, give yes. me something else. So I mean, like, Huntress Detective Show would be really cool. It'd be really good. And I feel like an eight series episode of her becoming the huntress like we, yeah. can, we can dive into that we sure. can dive into those those kind of things so let's let's Diverse something else let's voice. not get caught yeah. up on the same yeah right. and it's just something i just you know i i always you know you just try to be cognizant about and i i totally agree with you like we i loved huntress i love mm -hmm. i loved most of those characters and harley quinn so yeah but yeah. i guess we'll see i i also trust james gunn like that's yeah, the other that's thing true. So, that's, that's true, true. I, do. I that's true i do let me see what you have he hasn't hasn't led us down the wrong path here yet so awesome so thank you that's i mean great discussion on uh just everything with that uh peacemaker particular <laughs> series so um here's here's my last piece of news it's, ah! the last, it's the last piece that i have um and it is jurassic world dominion um they've released some behind the scenes footage they've talked about Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum coming out um, and returning to the series. Um, but the piece of news I have highlights the virus and the global pandemic, and they have spent $3 million on COVID testing just to keep their cast and crew Lordy. and everybody safe, which, I mean, I don't know what their budget is. They haven't disclosed that, um, but that's gotta be, that's not really? like walking around money. Man, you know I mean? mugga mugga. Yeah, that's just on testing. Just on testing alone. Yeah, what so, about the rest of the movie? Like, I, yeah, I don't well, know. Do I mean, you have to recoup the co the testing cost in? in I mean, it's part of the budget, numbers? so yeah. I mean, I oh guess so. Gosh. I mean, unless they qualify for a CARES grant, but I mean, I don't know. They're not <laughs> well, shooting the United they probably States. Probably did. So the fuck knows. <laughs> very um, very specific grant. To yes, yeah, for. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Um, oh, you're making that dinosaur that's movie? That's for yeah, a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, for. I care for you. You care that's for me. For, federal grants and you a podcast that i am doing on the side besides this one um, so, um but yeah that's that's kind of what i've got not a whole lot reporting wise i just felt like that was a really big sum of money like i just felt like that was a huge sum of money that's so. what i've been curious about is like how do we keep filming movies and it's just massive massive yeah. testing right like mm -hmm. everyday instant testing and yeah like for something like this, for the crew, for yeah, like that Teamsters driving you around, like yeah. if you're mm -hmm. testing everybody, I can totally get how it can get to three million, especially if you're in a remote area. Right. Yeah. Well, and then on top of that, it didn't. Then doesn't this become like a self fulfilling prophecy of like I spend three million dollars on testing, and then when it goes to release, I can't release it right away because I'm not willing to take a risk. So I'm not going to. Yep. I mean, this just feels like a, a spiral and Ugh. a drain that we're really just not going to get ourselves out of. So three million dollars. Yeah, you, three million. You, you got, at least they're being safe. But well, honestly, I mean, I like it shows it. that it can be done. I mean, yeah. I think that's a positive thing that can be taken away of just like, yeah, like if you test the ever living life out of people, we for can sure. figure this out. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, that's what I got. Uh, Brian, Marcus, anything else to kind of cover or go over before uh, we sign off? Um, my last little bit of news, we're talking cancellations and renewals. Yeah. Um, RIP to Supergirl. They are going to be ending. Oh, yeah. um, oh. 
six seasons. I think uh, Supergirl started on CBS. I do it did. Mm-hmm. And then it transferred over to the CW. It really fought its hardest. It, it's damnedest yep. to um, really try to keep up. But I don't think those numbers were there. You can tell, for anybody that doesn't pay attention to things like this, you can tell when they're trying to get a show more ratings by when they keep switching around your yes. um, your premiere, your your airing days, right? Yes. So Sundays are typically considered, I do believe, prime time. I for think. CW, I always felt like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, when they try to change you throughout the week or they try to stuff you behind a show that gets better numbers, like, they try to stuff Supergirl behind The Flash or they try to yep. stuff it behind Black Lightning. Yep. Um, like, or stuff Black, Black Lightning behind Green Arrow. They know people are watching one show and hope that they stick around and that they would watch the second show because it just happens to be coming on. So yep. um, Supergirl did that for a little bit. Um, won't be coming back, but something that did get renewed that I thought was pretty cool was um, Family Guy and Bob's Burger got renewed for two more seasons. Really? Fox for sure. So I think that'll be. I think that's going into season twenty. I think that might be. They might be on wow. seventeen now. Might be going eighteen, nineteen for Family Guy. Wow. So, is it possible the Simpsons yeah. is gonna like outlive them? Oh, for sure. Yes. I, I mean, yes. at this yeah. point. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, pretty nuts. But I just want to say Supergirl, I, I feel like that show is very underrated. I, I think it's a very good show. I think that, you know, I, I also think six seasons is respectable. Like I saw yeah. Melissa, uh, I can never pronounce her last name correctly. Please ben- forgive ben- me. Ben- Benost, ben- I think. Ben- um, but basically she was on Twitter saying like, yeah, like we felt like this was the right time to end it. I know you're all excited. And I'm like, man, six seasons. Some people Pretty would give it. their arm for six oh, yeah. seasons. And yeah. also, like, these shows are so physical that, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you had mm-hmm. Stephen Emmel doing this for eight years, and he was like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, I'm and, even, and even Grant Gustin was like, he had a point where the Flash, I think the, this COVID thing was the best thing to happen to the Flash, because maybe they can do three more seasons. Right. But you could tell Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash on CW, he was getting, he was even getting beat down from yep. continuously playing these roles in the filming and the process of it all. So, yep. yeah. Um, yeah, I understand it. And they picked up they picked up Swamp Thing and they picked up Star Girl and and those right. Star Girl was a good show. Um when I, when I watched it and it's a lot that they got going on over there. They got to they got to rotate some things out and do some new things. So, shout yeah, out to right. Supergirl. They did the best they could. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And I think and I think that show took a while to find its footing, but mm-hmm. I, I think that show out of all of them it just, I don't know. It makes me feel so good. It gives me hope. Like that mm-hmm. and the Flash, it just it's I don't know. It's these shows those. that make you feel good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not a For sitcom sure. and it, I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. we'll miss it. I will miss it. But I also think you did six seasons. You can call it a day. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Only yeah, thing I'm concerned sure. about, oh, they also have that Superman and Lois show coming to CW too yeah. as well. And so you can't have two super anythings, I think, <laughs> on the same thing because you give yeah, one more attention than the true. other. Um, I just don't know how this will affect the, you know, they, con- they did constant crossovers. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know how this affects the rest of the TV shows or whatever, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 I... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look at Brian, that triple any, yup. Yep, yeah, a, yeah, triple, yeah, a triple yeah. yup. Yep. Brian, anything else you want to cover? <laughs> the only thing that I wanted to part with here was uh I'll make them both really quick. The official DC Universe app, which launched, I think, like two years ago, and our own, our very own Marcus Destin called about, I would say about a month ago, saying that the app was on its way out. It's oh, yeah. officially yep. dead. Yeah. There is going to be a comics only app coming from DC, they stated. 
we again we kind of knew this was coming mm-hmm. after all the tv stuff i i just dc oh, sure. they can get these movies right but man they have such a hard time with their bread and butter mm-hmm. of just comics yes i don't know how else to say it they laid off a bunch of people earlier this year too yeah. that focused on comics so I don't know. I hope this gets them to better days ahead. I just think it's funny that Marvel, again, they were able to figure it out. Like, they put all of their comics, literally, the Marvel Comics app is probably one of the best values out there. Uh, Mm. You can dive into almost anything that they have written um, up to, like, six months ago, essentially. That's how they they do their model. And I don't get how DC didn't do that. Like I no, like just blatantly rip it off because that's what I want. <laughs> right. But I, me, yeah. You know. me, basically, for me, I think DC's problem is what it's always what it what it's always has been that they try to they 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 split themselves in too many different directions. Sure. Sure. And they try to do a million different things at once. Whereas you have your bread and butter characters when it comes to movies, focus on them, build upon them. When it nope. comes to your apps, mm-hmm. there is a separate DC app of comics that I use and that I purchase digital comics from. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that I then need to go back to this other app that you had <laughs> and like I need to pay for right. comics on that one too. <laughs> like let's let's combine things together. Um, we knew it was coming, right? We said yeah, this because we started seeing it. shows like the animated Harley Quinn moving to HBO Max, Titans yep. moved to HBO Max, and so and and Swamp Thing and Supergirl moved to the CW. Um, it was only a matter of time. Those were your bread and butter, and you moved them off of the app that you were yep. creating. Sorry, yeah. and I paid for the DC Universe app. I'm not, right. I, I had a couple. I had a few months oh, where sure. I was paying for it just because just to watch those shows and and watch those old like Static Shock and shit like that, which was cool. Oh but man, now that you oh, have yeah. HBO Max. What's Oof. the fucking point? Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, so, right, that was that was my parting news. Well, that's. I mean, it's it's. I mean, like I said, we saw it coming, and it's. It's obviously sad because you want DC to be able to get their all their ducks in a row, but again, not super Struggling. surprising with HD, HBO Max. Yeah. All right, closing plugs, closing thoughts. <laughs> yeah, another did another one. The queen of the crop. Nobody does it better. Every time I hear Classic. it, it makes me excited. There's something about Mancho Bay and Randy Savage that just gets my my, my heart pumping. Love um, it. let's go with Marcus. Marcus, anything you want to <laughs> plug? Anything you want to highlight? Uh, per usual, Soul Tie. Um, by the time that you hear this podcast, um, Soul Tie will have dropped his very first single entitled "So Long," available everywhere on all digital streaming services. Do me a favor, don't just stream that. Save that, okay? Don't just save that. Go purchase it. Ninety nine cents, something like that, on iTunes or whatever it is you listen to shit on. Soul Tie, S O U L T Y E. All right. We're still working on his release. His profile is being built and all that shit like that. But follow Sotai on Instagram. Follow Sotai Music on Twitter. Uh, make sure that you are just locked in. That is our second artist on Never Offended, Always Humble, um, a.k.a. Unmatched Records. New music for me on the way. Um, hoodies, stuff. I want to say shout-out to Chris Trevler. Shout-out to Cameron Klein. Shout-out to all the people in the NFL that are about to be getting some Noah hoodies because y'all motherfuckers then looked up. And we got something special for you. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Follow never follow underscore underscore the mantra on Instagram. Follow me, Marcus J. Desi. You know what I mean? Black Lives Matter. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for everybody. Um, listen, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You cannot tell me somebody's life is justifiably taken. Sorry. Don't give no fucks about nothing. So you can miss me with all that bullshit. I'm out, bitch. Oh, man. that Brian, you get to follow that up. Oh, oh, good, yeah, good. I get to, to follow it up. All right, uh, you know what, right, Brian? Keep that. Keep, keep, keep. You got it, Brian. Keep no, that I'm inspired. Out. I'm inspired. I think. What are you gonna I, throw? I just, 
No, at this point, I, I. <laughs> what do you? No, it's good energy. Like? It's good energy. I am gonna say that Black Lives Matter. I'm just gonna say that out loud. I think it's important that you do something. Like even if it's just educating yourself. Just do that. Read that long form piece that you mm -hmm. saved from the Atlantic so long ago. Um, just do it. Or it's a book. Do it. Um, yeah. And I don't think, I think the last thing I'll say is, yeah, there should be consequences for taking someone's life, even if it's an accident. I don't yeah. think that's a hard thing to get to. So that is what I will be promoting this week. Okay. Brian, oh. thank you. And um, the love nerds. Also, and the support love nerds. the love nerds. Be great. Aww. They got great stuff. Um, Here's what I have. Get him, um, in, in addition to Black Lives Matter, which Yo. Black Lives Matter, I want everybody to understand that you can do something as simple as filling out your goddamn census and yes. registering to vote, and that Tell is, that. that's like 75% of it. I think we can, reading long form pieces that you save is really great, so I don't want to undermine that. <laughs> Educating yourself is great, and I want to undermine that. It's just being simply as an engaged citizen and utilizing the rights that you have and exercising mm -hmm. your voice where you can yes. is 99% of it. Off um, of your morals and values and not off of what other people tell you to fucking do. Stop yes. doing that shit. Stop yes. listening yes. to other people. Find out the person. I don't give a fuck if they're Republican or Democrat. Find the person that aligns with your morals and values and align with that person. Stop doing some shit just because your grandmammy told you to do it. Like, come yeah. on now. Times have changed. Yeah, and and hold your people you vote you vote for accountable. Like if somebody yeah. if they're running yep. says that they're going to reform the police locally department, too, locally yeah. vote local Get those and local candidates. Yeah, the last thing I'm going to promote is Get and, him, and, and Marcus has dropped this hint uh, several yeah. times throughout the podcast. Okay, he's going to have to come down at least six notches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. we are in the process of getting a patreon going so obviously we love producing this content um every single week but we also it takes some time and some energy and some money so um we're going to be putting out some calls for you to join our patreon we've got some pretty good rewards based on our heats um that we've got coming out so that's what i got to plug for this week so just stand ah! by and be on the lookout for that <laughs> and and the last thing that I will say, join the Patreon, is, bitch. Is now listen when I say that when I say bitch, <laughs> is it's just a it's just a it's like another word. It's not that I am calling anybody in particular a bitch. It's just join the Patreon, and the energy around that is bitch. <laughs> All right, All right. So let's close this out. Look, we have come up with something that I respectfully refer to as the holy trinity get them back and the holy trinity for your life success yes. is one yes read a book damn right just read a book one start a book just read a book like it doesn't matter just read a book we got to take our own advice man we got to read a book i really i we, look at duck look at duck look bad call him out brian call like, him out brian i have well, not, me too i have not read a book yeah, me since too. i've started this podcast i read comic books but i need a book book um Second, drink some water. Look, yeah, Gatorade's great, but drink water. Like, just drink your water. Just have a glass. Don't, don't worry about eight ounces, eight eight ounce glasses a day. I'm not gonna do multiplication. Yeah, just, your piss is hard yellow. Right. Put the I put mean, the even the Gatorade. Put the Gatorade down 
and Please. drink some drink water. Some water. You about to it's... make yourself pass out because your piss smell like ammonia. Oh, like geez. damn, <laughs> drink some water. <laughs> Just drink some water. Huh, your lastly... knees are buckling every time you piss in the toilet. Your knees buckle and your toes turn. <laughs> Drink some goddamn yeah, just, water. I've never just had that experience. So if you're I, that, <laughs> definitely drink some water, maybe talk to a medical professional. Also, I almost, I almost want to add, if you fall into that last category, see a doctor. Like, just yeah. go like, talk just to a doctor. Go, just just a doctor. as a sub-level. Yeah, that's, that's like an asterisk to drink water. Like, yeah. if you haven't and you have knee-buckling experiences at the toilet, like, maybe you need to see a doctor. And lastly, just wash your ass. Uh, get up in it. Grab a nice loofah. Get a scented soap if you want. And just wash your ass. Just get up there and scrub. Do what you got to do. A hose. Wash I mean, it. if you have one of those detachable showers, you know, just, just tilt it, that thing upside down. As close to your crack as, as possible. Listen, witch hazel wipes. Found out they're very good. So if you need any healing back there, they're very good for healing. Um, wipes in general are also helpful. Just remember, dry, wet, dry. Because you need to unwet that thing. <laughs> yes. So dry, wet, dry your ass. See a doctor if you need to. Uh, but really the big three are read a book, drink some water, wash your ass. Those three. Um We'll be back next week. Marcus, <laughs> you get to pick our movie. So oh. what are we watching for next week? Wait, wait. Sorry. My, my <laughs> Did he know he was picking the movie? My microphone. Oh, um, then we, it might be. It, I don't know. It might be a special. Hello, can y'all hear me? I, yeah. I can. Oh, my mic went out. But um, I think I unplugged it. But the movie next week is <laughs> The Devil Inside. Is it the devil inside or is it the devil all the time? The devil all the time. Sorry, the devil go. all the time. The devil, the devil all the time, all the time, all the time. is the movie. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's available Spider-Man on Netflix. Spider-Man and Batman. Got it. So if you want to watch that, you can watch it there. But we'll watch that and dissect that next week. Uh, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will catch y'all next week. Goddamn right. <laughs>